0: Welcome to the Kiranos Finsights podcast. For today's episode, we're doing something a little different. Our host Rutger von Fassen traveled to Las Vegas for CBA Live, where he chatted with industry experts about what is top of mind. All views of guests are their own and do not reflect those of Kiranos or their financial institution. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the episode.
1: We're here at CBA Live 2023. Um, I have with me here Matt Camarota. Welcome, Matt. Before we dive in, what what is your current role um, at Liberty Bank?
2: Yeah, thanks, Rucker. I lead the retail lending group at Liberty Bank, which is a seven billion dollar mutual headquartered in Connecticut. Uh,
1: what what has been one of the the main insights that you've taken away from the conference?
2: Yeah, I think probably um, just to focus on how we can do a better job of using data to just drive decisions. So. Uh, We do it a lot on the home equity side from an origination's perspective. We do it on the mortgage side Uh, from an origination's perspective. There's so much more we can and should be doing from a portfolio perspective, whether it's utilization or under. so think about it, right? We talked about our word. So just getting a handle on what does our portfolio look like, right? So $1.1, $1.4 billion. Uh, loan portfolio, what's the percentage of loans that are above 80 LTV, below 700 FICO, what are the updated FICOs, updated um, LTVs, you know, just things like that, right, and just kind of using data and honestly using more data on the deposit side as well. Just a huge opportunity there for, for I think, Liberty, but for also uh, every bank that's here.
1: Yeah, and especially with the rates going up as, as they've gone over the last year, right, especially on the deposit side, that... Really made it something to focus on again, what do you think is the, the biggest challenge for the industry right now?
2: yeah, I think that the
1: biggest challenge
2: is just is just deposits. Bank deposits in general are falling it, n- Nobody should be surprised. I think this is the intent of you know all of the fed 's actions um, but you know deposits are are leaving it It does start to strain credit a little bit and have you know, thinking about it a little bit differently. And so clearly, and so, I, you know, you have the, the bank failures that we've experienced that have just shined a spotlight on what could happen. And but, but to me, that's not really the issue. The issue is we've been losing deposits uh, all year. Your colleagues at Kirinos even said, you know, the, the average banks in 2023 are, are probably going to lose pot- potentially 3%. Those that are in the bottom quartile will lose between 4 and 8% in deposits, that's significant, yep. and so when I think about the biggest challenge, like like your colleagues at Kirino Cur- at said, if if you're not growing deposits, it's really hard to grow loans, and yep. so that I would say is probably the, the biggest challenge.
1: What what words came up a lot, or what topic was like key at the conference? What, what, what did you hear a lot in the sessions?
2: I think optimization, and so we've talked about that word so much from a process perspective, so mm-hmm. we've been having so many conversations over the years about process optimization, It's really interesting, right? So we we went through a process transformation, we've optimized our process, but I also feel many banks have done the same on the home equity side. So our cycle times have come down, we're clearing loans to close in, you know, let's say 14 to 18 days, but it's it's almost not good enough because I've seen other banks also have significant reduction in their closing turn times as well, right? So we're at a point where we're market parity, definitely better, maybe in the top quartile, Mm But there's still room for us to be the best. Optimization also from a deposit pricing perspective. Mm-hmm. So I don't work on the deposit side of the business at all. But again, our CEO is very fond of saying we run the bank during the day. Yeah. We do our you know day job at night right so in in many ways i feel like um because the bank you know the industry the deposits is such an issue i'm just spending more time learning uh, absorbing networking with with people and just looking at what types of things are out there And when i think about optimization it's really getting your pricing optimized uh and i think there's opportunities for us to do that where you're you're gaining new deposits new households without Increasing your overall cost on your entire portfolio. Yeah. And again, some of your colleagues said, you know, worst case scenario, you're repricing 80% of your book. Yep. Best case scenario, though, you're, you're adding deposits and you're only repricing 20%. Right. How do we do that? That's, that's, op, that's optimizing your, your pricing and marketing and sales efforts in a way that's growing deposits without significantly just repricing your entire book.
1: Optimization has come up quite a bit, and I think. The, the market environment that we're in, it is, it is crucial, right? We're no longer at this 0% deposit rate, but the Fed rates as high as they are, you really need to think about who do you offer what right
2: Well, it's interesting. I, several people have made the comment, we haven't had to focus on deposits for 10 or 15 years. And so here we are. I think it just brings tools like you offer and, and others offer into light about just using data, like I said, and, and, and look, everyone's fond of saying, using data. It's, it's not really that complicated, right? It's just, you know, insights need to drive decisions. Yeah. And so that's that's uh, definitely, I think, a key takeaway for me. I've learned a lot uh, just being here over the last two days on that topic alone.
1: Thank you very much for taking the time to sit down with me and um, share your insights from uh, CBA Live 2023. Thanks so much.
2: Thanks, Rucker, for having me. It's a pleasure working with you and the Kiranos team, and it was uh, it was great to be here. Thank you
1: with me here is Mike Shepard from U.S. Bank. Mike, thank you for joining me. Before we dive in, can you tell me what your role at U.S. Bank entails?
0: Yeah, thanks, Roger. It's great to be with you. Um, Yeah, so at U.S. Bank, I am part of our consumer lending business and responsible for developing new partnerships and business development opportunities uh, within the consumer lending space.
1: What's been one one or two of the key insights that you've taken away from the conference? What were your major insights?
0: Kind of break it up between the home equity work that we do and then just the overall conference. Um, from a home equity perspective, I think the thing I continue to have is cautious optimism that the business is not dead mm-hmm. and it has opportunities to continue to grow or grow again mm-hmm. based off of the market, based off of the consumer, and based off of the institutions that are still participating. So that's the first thing. And then I think the second thing then is certainly the 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 industry is actually quite solid. And you hear that term and you just feel that vibe while well, there's volatility the industry overall, financial services and mainstream consumer banks, is actually quite good. And and that also gives me optimism about what the future holds.
1: Now, what would you say is the industry's biggest challenge at this point in time?
0: It is a good question, right? And I think we're all struggling with what is this, you know, we've heard a lot about kind of this digital transition. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things at U.S. Bank that that we have spent a lot of time on, and Tim Wells talked about it this morning in his session, is kind of this convergence of digital and human. Yep. And that is the secret sauce. because. Mm-hmm. And in particular, in home equity lending, borrowing a large dollar amount against your home Mm -hmm. is a big deal. And while we want simplicity and convenience and digital, you also want that person then to be able to be a trusted advisor that can help the client through that process. And so that kind of digital and human is a huge challenge. And then overarching all of this is just this idea of transformation and how are you evolving? Because if you don't evolve, you will become irrelevant.
1: Yeah, it it almost feels like we... Had this evolution of sort of saying, hey, we're going from the human fully to, to digital or yeah. a, a technical solution, it almost feels like we're stepping back a little bit, saying, no, yeah. it needs to be a balanced between the two.
0: I would agree. And, and that may be a byproduct of the pandemic. Like it, in the pandemic, it needed to become incredibly digital. And yeah. that forced many institutions to accelerate some of their investments, to, to make some fundamental changes in their experiences. But now you do come out of that saying, back to the conversation about the, the conference of the relationship, the yeah. relationship between a client and a financial institution still is important. And that's where you need to maybe take that step back and bring the two together. And, and that is, I think, the secret sauce, because you do need to, as much as we talk about, again, a consumer wanting to do a mortgage entirely digitally, I mean, it's a complicated process. Yep. You need somebody that right. is an expert, that can provide guidance, that can provide counsel and affirmation to the customer that they're making the best and most informed decision.
1: What word or term or topic came up a lot during the conference this year?
0: So, and and it seems like this is maybe every year, but mm-hmm. this whole notion of uncertainty, right? right? Uncertainty is uh, can be exhilarating. It mm-hmm. can also be frightening. Yep. And, and I think that you have that uncertainty around the industry. You have that mm-hmm. uncertainty around the consumer. You have the uncertainty around the economy. And we have a lot of that uncertainty. And, and I was telling somebody today, like, I just want a year where we have relatively stable expectations and a market that's quote-unquote normal and maybe that's just unrealistic but i think that uncertainty then is what's planted in the back of the, a lot of our minds about how does that then translate into expectations for growth how does that translate into expectations for the consumer and uh, and being able to be nimble and flexible enough to adjust
1: yeah now and with the last two weeks with this whole banking crisis we had a lot of uncertainty yeah. but luckily the industry sort of managed it and came out on top so that's think- right that was the good silver lining of what happened. Uh, thank you very much for, for joining me today, yeah. my shepherd from US Bank. Thanks. As always, thank you to our CureNose Finsights team. Robin Seidel is our Director of Thought Leadership. Editing and production by our Senior Designer, Adrian Cohen. Project Management by our Marketing Communications Manager, Megan Brissett. Music is by Vision Studios. I'm your host, Brett van Fassen. You can find more insights at CureNose.com. Please subscribe and review wherever you listen to podcasts.